right, Warhawks, we are glad to see you guys back for episode two of Warhawk Weekly. We know a lot of you guys tuned into episode one. We got to hear Mr. Brian Cruikshanks talk about our house team and their leader development program. Joining us this week, we have Ms. Cassie Green, one of our seventh grade math teachers. And we're going to do a little talking about the draft because I know a lot of your students came home, they said, I've been drafted into this house, which is true. So we're going to tell you a little bit about how that process works. Um, but first, we're going to ask Ms. Green, who you may have had, your scholar may have had as a seventh grader, or if they're an eighth grader and had her last year for math, tell us a little bit about yourself or tell us a, a unique fun fact that they may not know. All right, so yes, like uh, Mr. Hackathorn said, um, I am Cassie Green. I do teach seventh grade math, um, advanced and on level. Um, this is my second full year here. Um, something about me um, that a lot of the students do like to make fun of me of is we have an ice machine. Um, and so I am caught walking through the halls around four times a day um, just because that is my favorite snack um, is ice. Sonic ice is the best. So you'll see me around, I probably have a cup of ice. Do not get between Ms. Green and the ice, no, so things we learned today. All right, so let's talk about this draft process. So what does it mean to be drafted into a house? What does that look like from the teacher side? Right, so it is an actual draft. So our students are hand-selected. Um, you'll see teachers the day of, you know, having these full-on lists of just all of their students that they've gotten to know or that they know that other teachers really like and have talked about. And you all want them in your house. So um, all of the families kind of gather in the cafeteria and you are with um, your other partner that's leading that family. So there's around three teachers for each mm -hmm. family. So we kind of get together and we're like, okay, what names do we have in common, similar that we want to draft? Um, but yes, it. I've only done fantasy football like a couple okay. of times, but it is like that. Once um, a scholar's name is called, then you can't call that person. Oh, anymore. somebody's out of luck. Yes. So it does get quite competitive. You'll hear um, teachers um, and faculty yelling, being like, oh man, like dang it, that was my next pick. Um, so it does go very fast. Fast, um, and it gets stressful, but it's good because you know we're all getting to have an insight of what our families are going to look like before um, we actually get to meet them come to our reveal day. So each of our houses here at WMS represent a Warhawk quality, but that's not necessarily exactly what you're drafting for. And I heard, um, I heard through the grapevine, you had some very strategic lists. So tell me about either, it's not necessarily your strategy, but some of the strategies you've seen people use because each, each family leader really has their own way of going about how they want to uh, approach that draft and who's going to be in their team for that year. Right, so I don't want to give um, my own strategies okay. away, okay. right? Got Trade to... secrets. Right, but I know of some teachers who will compile lists of all different types of attributes within a Warhawk. So you, your scholars get points for many different things across the board. So if you want some students who are more competitive and want to play some games, you have some who have some great leadership qualities and who would love to like lead lessons or talk and educate people. You have some who are really um, studious and they're going to get points that way. You have other kids who um, really bring the laughter and the camaraderie between the group. So there are different um, attributes that you kind of look for that might not necessarily fall into our Warhawk qualities, um, but ways that would help your family mesh together um, more as a family, just because whenever you draft them, they do stay in your house for not just that one year, but the whole time that they're at Wilbur. So seeing how your family dynamic would work with certain students really plays a role. 
Awesome. So yes, once you're in a house, you are in that house forever at Welburn. That applies to our staff and our students alike. Now talk to us. The extension of draft day is their scholar reveal day. This is when um, our eighth graders already know what house they're in, but our seventh graders go through this process. You had seventh graders in your class. So tell me a little bit about what does that sound like? What does that feel like for our scholars? Right. So at the end of seventh period, you know, they know the day is coming. It's waiting till the end of the day, so they're already antsy. Um, each student does get a card that has a little scratch-off part on it, and so I pass out all the cards to all of the scholars. Um, the announcements come on. It tells them when to scratch off, but the scratch-off part is not what house they are in. Um, so they still have to wait a little bit further because when they scratch it off, it's just a location that they're supposed to go to. But once they actually find out what location that they get to, um, the whole entire house is waiting there for them. So all of um, the faculty, all of the eighth graders, um, everybody who's in that specific house, um, all gets to congratulate them as they come in. So, you know, there's music playing, um, there's confetti rockets going on, um, your whole entire color's decked out, you're throwing beads and, um, they all get a shirt and basically it's the first time that they are seeing their entire house come together um, and you know just building again that camaraderie um, between even seventh graders and eighth graders people that they didn't even know were in their house getting to come together um, it's a really sweet moment awesome well we would like to keep things short here because we know your time is valuable we try and make this between about five to ten minutes that's about the average time it takes you to drive from our attendance zone into Welburn so you can listen to it in the morning or the afternoon we're going to be coming at you next week with episode number three so thanks for tuning in